Welcome back, Order the Higher Man. How's it going? How you doing, Will? Tired. I am tired. That's true. I, I I could definitely use more sleep, but that's all right. Still gotta, still have to function. We still have things to do. So there is no rest for the wicked. Yeah, sleep when you die, man. Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, no, dude. So today we want to talk about solitude and nature and the benefits of solidarity. And what it can do for an individual, I think it's necessary in any anybody's life because we are in a world of noise. I, I want to call it noise because a lot of the things are that are marketed to, towards us or people talk about, it's ninety percent irrelevant. It doesn't apply to your life, and true people want to keep up with the Joneses and say, "Well, I could, I could do that, or I could be a part of that, or I can afford that." just to like prove something. And I, I'm not a big fan of keeping up with the Joneses or buying into the next latest and greatest. I think it's it's all a gaffe and putting more money into people's pockets that don't really need it. It's a reckless consumerism. It's it's yeah. like therapy. Like people have that term, yeah. uh, what is it? Uh, shopping therapy or whatever the hell they, they call it. They want to get that dopamine drop. Retail therapy, that's what it's called. Therapy, yeah. Why? Yeah. Don't. Just don't. You know, what, you know what therapy I like to indulge in? Learning all about ancient Rome. Don't worry, Caesar. We'll get your legions back. <laughs> we won't be like Varus, trust me. The Teutonberg Wald. Okay? Uh, yeah, I love it. History <laughs> rant real quick. <laughs> For all you nerds out there. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. Uh, Caesar has the pit vipers on. He decided to join the cause. He's here for the summer. He's here for the summer. Yeah. Um, no, solitude's a, a weird, and it's a tricky one because I think... The thinking man and every man in general needs to practice solitude. Um, in the modern world of noise, we, we always have to be doing something or saying something or being heard or listening to somebody else or, or watching a show. We rarely listen to our own inner dialogue because we don't have a means to do so, right? I mean, people are people, I think. As people are distracted by more noise, I think the intelligence level kind of wanes with it. I would like to say that because you're not original. Excuse me, but <clears throat> you have to take that time to really find out what you're feeling, what you're thinking, and really put that into perspective for life. I, I think it helps you kind of have a grasp on you know, where your beliefs lie and what, what, what you really enjoy. I don't think people really understand themselves and they're looking for other people to kind of fulfill that void that they have within themselves and it's that creates depression anxiety there's so many other underlying factors that that kind of entails and i i'm not a big fan of that dude well, i just like people to be happy and i yeah. think if you're happy with yourself then you can project outwards so we're talking about basically projecting inwards yeah. today you know if you can go inwards and you're happy that's that's like peace at its highest level if you go inwards and you feel like you're in prison or you're stuck or you hate yourself that's 
like you're literally like hating your existence. Yeah, if you're uncomfortable with yourself, how are you supposed to be comfortable with the outer world? You can't. And that's kind of where solitude comes into play. And people ask me sometimes, Jerry, why are you so absolute on your ideas? I'm like, because I've thought about them and they're not. I have influences from like like Nietzsche or Schopenhauer or other thinkers and maybe people I know. But most of my ideas come from myself, like because I've thought about them over and over and over again. I've analyzed the data and I've said, I think this is the correct course, right? Mm-hmm. But only when you you go within and you actually analyze your own mind can you take a leap, you know, to to say, hey, that, that those are my ideas and that's it. I'm not I'm not deviating. But if a man is in a crowd, he he's gonna look around to see what the other men in the crowd are gonna say. And he doesn't want to be ostracized. He has a fear of that subconsciously. So he's not going to even be absolute in his ideas. He's going to be more mercurial and more fluid, which is more feminine. A man should be polar. Like, reality should rotate around him as opposed to him rotating around the outside reality. So if he doesn't know himself, he's not absolute, then he's just he's just floating on the water of reality. Exactly. Right? And a lot of people take from an individual you know what i mean and we only have so much to give to people and i think when you are in the crowd setting people are looking for some type of like entertainment or some kind of arouse to like take from you like there's some essence that you have that they don't have so they want to indulge in whatever attribute that may be so i think if we take ourselves away from that, then people aren't taking from the individual and, as much, from and that, their soul, and, and that's th- important. And this is a topic, too, that can almost go into tribalism. You should surround yourself with men that have the qualities that you lack because then you kind of even yourself out. But as far as the individual goes, like, you need to go within to know who you are totally because you're kind of a corruption of yourself if you don't do that. You're 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 damaged because you're not really who you are. You're who, what other people want you to be because their ideas are pressing more on you than your own ideas are. Cause there's more of them than you. So it, it's good for men to like either be out in nature, to go on hunting trips, to, to even meditate. Like I, that's why I say I'm a fan of meditation in, in any form. So if you pray or you, you meditate or you even get crazy in a spin class or something, or you're in the gym lifting heavy, that's when your mind goes blank. And that's a form of, of solitude that that can be easily accessible to most men in the modern age. But in all reality, we should be trying to do it for longer periods of time. You know, I, I think it's a, a good idea, at least for a few hours a week. Total silence, you know. That's true. And I think people need to do more grounding exercises. I think people aren't grounded in reality and they often are floating like you were saying, you know, and I think if you go outside, you look at the sun or you don't even have to look at the sun really because that might damage your corneas or whatever. Don't don't damage your corneas or nothing, but go out there, feel the sun on your skin. Disclaimer. Disclaimer, do not stare directly into the sun. We don't advocate that. No, yeah. that's that's not the order I'm, the higher man way. I'm not getting sued for your stupidity. Dude, what about uh Unless okay, you got some pit vipers. A real a real a real quick deviation. What about David saying you should put your butthole in the direct rays of the sun? <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. I'm like, 
I can neither confirm or deny that's good for you. I, I mean, who knows, you know? It's the very first nutrition topic I've heard. I was just like, yeah. vitamin D for the butt. And I was like, sure. Sun gazing, but for the butthole. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man. I mean, if guy. you're into it, dude, go ahead. But I I, I don't think I get to feel Well, it's kind of tough. Like, where could you do that without getting an indecent exposure? <laughs> like, There's uh, nude charge. beaches out there, dude. I'm sure they do it all the time. Yeah, downward dog facing the sunset. Yeah, when uh when David sees this, you, you know you you know who you are. So. Yeah, yeah, we loved it, man. And yeah, David, we, good guy. We definitely in, enjoyed you uh, meeting with us on Thursday. It was so. interesting. It was interesting to say the least. I don't know if I'd ever give anybody advice of how they how they use their own anus. Well, there's a, that's a thing in the the solar community online is like, um, I I never mentioned it because I I just was like eh, I don't know, man. I I just don't know if I'd do it. I'm kind of more modest. I don't know if I'd have my asshole out there. <laughs> But uh, to each his own, and, and that's the thing, the benefits of uh, being out in nature, uh, there's probably, they're probably uh, endless, and we don't know all of them. So these people are kind of trying to find, like, uh, different avenues of doing it, and I can't really hate on them. You know, I, I was out in nature <clears throat> not too long ago. Out in, sorry, that sounds dumb. We're always in nature. But I went up north, and what I liked seeing is, Where'd like, you go? Sedona. It was really nice, dude. Honestly, I love Sedona. It was like at least a solid like 10, 20 degrees cooler. And it's like a spiritual place. I know we talked about like traveling and whatnot, but like that was like a a really spiritual place. But I like when people like stack those rocks on top of Mm -hmm. each other and shows balance. I I look at that and I'm like, it it just, it feels good to look at that. It's like that is aesthetically pleasing. There's a challenge. The seven rocks, uh, like the seven chakras. Yeah, dude, it was, it was cool. I was just like, dang. Yeah. More people need to get into stacking rocks. Yeah, um, actually, Vikings used to do that a long time ago. Called they were called cairns, uh, C A I R N S, and they believed that when they did that, they they accomplished something and it created some type of you know spiritual like essence inside of them. Yeah, sounds about right. I mean, Sedona's famous for vortexes. They say that there it's a the magnosphere of the planet uh, uh, collides in that area. I believe that. Right. We've talked about it before, I think, in the past. but We have. It, it's a very interesting place. It's like a pilgrimage for all the spiritual types that like to go and uh, pray to their gods and meditate and learn about different religions and stuff. It, I mean, I've heard that, that people say it's overrated. There is the gimmicky, like, consumerist aspect to it. But if you like nature and uh, just being out in, like, a – beautiful environment it really can't be beaten no the red rock dude is just it's amazing yeah their plateaus that they have over there it's 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 really nice i mean it definitely has become a lot more commercialized because it has obviously gained so much um love and presence but that's that's fine dude i mean if more people want to partake in stuff of, of that magnitude i'm i'm all for, i'm all for it dude. i think it's better than than going to the fucking shopping mall yes yes less shopping malls more sedona's Please. Yeah, I mean, they do have the whole, like, uh, psychic uh, person where they're booked up uh, 20 appointments a day. It's really soulless. But, um, like, the spiritual types, the ones that are seeking solitude, don't need that. So it was crazy. We were driving on our way out of Sedona, and it was getting a little, you know, more late in the day. And I was exhausted jumping off cliffs that i was not really willing to do but i did anyways because i just had to face my fear i have a a huge fear of heights at this point in my life 
So you went you went to Slide Rock, right? Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was really cool, actually. Yeah. It was a really good time. It was a Friday, so not very much uh, traffic, not very many people at Slide Rock because it was a, still a weekday. But when we were driving out of town, um, there was this cup on the side of the road, and it was just spinning. And I was like, what the hell is going on? And I thought that was a vortex. I was like, is that cup a vortex? <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> but I guess the truck, I had yeah. it later explained to me that I, the truck in front of us had hit that cup and it started spinning. But I literally just thought there was a cup just on the side of the road just spinning. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. That was scary. But it was later in the day, so I might have just been tired. Well, Sedona <laughs> has like um, has like three or four jumping points. You got a, you got a jumping point where you can jump off into the creek. It's like kind of like 10, 15 feet. And then one's like 30, and the other one's probably more like it's right under an interstate bridge. And it's probably like 40 feet, give or take. Um, I don't know. Chris, no. Chris could maybe look that up. But I remember when I was younger, dude, I would jump off all of them, and I'd get crazy. And But she, there is an impact from cliff jumping that high, but it, it it's a good time. Whew. Definitely is a good time. I think everybody should do it at least once. See your shadow like, like coming towards you as you hit the water from <sighs> that high. I don't know, dude. I just... When you have no control over falling, that is one of the scariest feelings on the planet. I hate that feeling. Yeah, because it's like you have the impulse control to like stay alive. And you're going against that. You're overriding it. Well, your whole fun. body just tenses up. And it's like, what do I do now until you just hit the water and then you gain oh, yeah, control it's, back? But It's uh, 45 feet. See? 45 feet. Yeah, it was pretty right on that. So the highest one. Ah, oh, damn. And I remember, I remember we'd always go there in high school and uh, – I had a lot of good times up there, man. We'd always go. That it's always it's always been kind of a hippie vibe. People that go are really cool, generally nice, and you'll have good conversations. And um, a lot of older people, a lot of boomers, but uh, it's not terrible. Living on their retirement, man. And, yeah, and a lot of for for the young dudes, man. There's a lot of young women out there. Take a trip to Sedona, man. See, you might see. You know? It's good for solitude. I think if you get out of the little town itself and. You're able to go find like a nice little hiking trail. I think it is nice, peaceful nature. And I just love the smell of like up north, dude. Oh, it's beautiful. And for the people that lived in like foresty areas, pff, dude, I couldn't imagine living anywhere else. If I lived that life, I wouldn't be able to go to like a, like a major city or to like the desert or and anywhere there, like that. There's tons of trails up there. Like mm -hmm. they go on for miles and miles and miles. You probably could go on them and, and not be seen for like a week. And the temperature is pretty moderate, so you you know if you had an adequate supply of waters, you know some snacks, man, you, you'd be okay. You're not gonna die. You can also fish and just live off the land itself. I don't know what type of fish they got up there, do they? I don't know. I don't think it's a real fishing creek. There's some up there. You could really get a lot of uh, different kind of fish up there. It's it is, it is beautiful landscape, and it's in the point of it is, I I tell people I'm like this is what it is. Nature itself has a feminine energy it's like it's like demeter the goddess of, of the earth right you it, it evokes an emotion it makes you feel right for a man that feeling of being out there in nature alone it presses in on him and it presses into like his very being right mm -hmm. so he has to assert dominion over that feeling and, and conquer the outside elements as a and also the inside elements so they don't call it Mother Nature for no yeah, reason. Yeah, it's it's very good to to be in solitude and be out there in nature. I don't think enough guys do it, especially city guys. Like now, Phoenix is a crazy city now. Mm -hmm. 
there, there's not a really a lot of opportunities to do that, especially in the summer. You only have the real diehards out at Camelback Mountain or Ugh. the South Mountains because it's just too hot right it's now. Hot. I mean, you can do it. I, it. As the sun sets in Arizona, you get we get like a southwest wind where you can still hike, and, it, and it's decent. I used to always do it when I was a trail runner. It's not terrible. But for the average guy or or girl, they're probably not going to do it. What about the people that come from out of state and they take like a, a like a twelve ounce bottle of water with them and they're on like they a die hike in, in August? Yeah, they're getting air vacked out of that place. Yeah, don't Dude. do that. Yeah, I fucking love seeing that shit. <laughs> Stupid out of towners, fuck out of my state. This is the thing: if you're from another state and you come to Arizona, do not hike Camelback in the summertime. Don't go to try to, to find the lost Dutchman's mind and the superstitions. You will not come back. Public service amount announcement. <laughs> you will also be lost. You'll be lost and it's over for you. Like it happens every year. Somebody dies out yep. there. There's a yeah. lot of people. Well, but yeah, find solitude, but don't find like your grave. Like don't don't yeah. bury your own grave by yeah. doing something um, out of your. Um, I mean, unless that's your point. Out of your tolerance. Unless that's where you want to be buried. Fair, uh, but. Still, know your it, limits. This know. is the thing, dude. Find solitude, but find it where it's navigate. You can navigate it, right? Correct. Um, or where it's useful to you. Mm-hmm. Too much solitude for the not the right type of temperament can drive you insane. It can drive you to madness. That's why they use solitary confinement to like break people's minds and their souls. Uh, it's a special type of man that can indulge in solitude and can come out and beat it and be better for it. But I, I always tell dudes to engage in it and to try to like master it because when you're alone with your thoughts, you, you kind of, you can't bullshit anybody. You're there. You have to face up to your own demons. Mm-hmm. You know, are you a coward? Are you not taking care of business? Are are you out of shape? Are is your finances not in line? Well, that's when you're able to be like your own secretary at a point. Yeah. You kind of go through your files. You're like, okay, this is what I've stacked up in this past week or however much time has passed since you've been able to kind of sift through, you know, your priorities. And when you're able to sit down with that stack of, you know, files and really understand where you're at in life, I think you kind of create a path and what you need to accomplish within the near future. And even, you know, short term, long term, whatever your kind of goal is there, I think people should have both sets of goals. But you have to you have to sift through the noise to find your priorities, because if your mind is jumbled and you're not able to set that priority list, you're not going to accomplish anything. And and as far as noise goes, this is me. Okay, I trail ran for a number of years. I'll go hours on end. No music. No music. If you run for a long time or you hike for a long time, you'll reach a point where it's transcendental. Well, literally, there'll be no difference between you and the environment. It will wash away if you allow that to happen. That's what they call the runner's high. It's a pure meditative energy. And I, I tell guys they should do that. We, we're so bombarded by like music and, and uh, noise that we're never totally quiet. And when you're totally quiet like that and you have a moment like that, you won't forget it. And you're going to seek that. And that'll be part of your, your growing and you becoming who you truly are and not what society wants to tell you who you are. And that, that, I think they kind of did that on purpose. And now what's, what's the problem with going out now to all these trails and stuff is it's so packed. So finding solitude is harder and harder and harder. 
It is. It really is. And I think we have enough environmental pressures. I don't think we need to put any more pressure on ourselves. you know, trying to, you know, quote unquote, you know, take on the world. I think that we live in our own little realm, like you were talking about, with inside the bigger realm. So if we're able to, you know, accomplish the micro and get the self under control, I think then we're able to project outwardly in a more precise motion. You know, if you're if you're a jumbled mess and kind of spread too thin on, on too many avenues, then who are you? Well, I think you realize, too, you don't need every all these things that we buy and we, we associate have. ourselves with. Yeah. yeah, it's ridiculous. You, you, you really kind of just need yourself in the end. You can't take it all with you. So you're having this inner dialogue and you kind of confirm that. I, I was in Sedona recently, too. And I noticed that I, I saw some guys around on like eighty style motorcycles, like Hondas. They look like vagabonds, like uh, nomadic types. You know, mm-hmm. I think these are the new step riders. These are the new nomads. They're gonna create different realities because they're just out there. They're they're searching for something. You know, maybe they're searching for themselves. They've cho- they've chosen to be men of the road. I mean, they're not they're not participating in society. Like, like some of us have to, we have no choice. We have uh, obligations that we have to fulfill. So we can't take what I call the path of the Buddha or the Buddha. The Buddha had a family. He had, he was a second, second cast of the Indian hierarchy. So he's of the noble, noble uh, cast, the kingly cast. And he just left everything behind to search for himself. Right. Uh, Most men can't do that in the modern age. And And even if we wanted to, we couldn't. You know, because the state won't allow it, right? The obligations that you have will be fulfilled, you know? And so we can only get it through little, like, little periodic breaks, right? Mm -hmm. So when you're there out in nature and you're seeking solitude, really hone into it. Really, like, focus in on what you're doing. Like, the music, get rid of it. Just, you know, listen to the water, listen to nature, and just... Really have these thoughts like, hey, I'm out here, man. I'm in it. I'm I'm a part of nature. All this other shit that's going on is fabricated. You take it all away. Thousands of years ago, it was just you and nature. The creature comforts of like uh, society and like cities, they've stripped away like the very fundamentals of our being. And I think that's that's why we're we, a lot of us feel lost, you know. And when you're out there, it comes back to you a little bit. And then it grounds you to reality. And then you come back to your daily life and you're ready to go at it again. And I think that's where you need that break. Like I said, I'm not an advocate of traveling all over the place. I think you should find that spiritual center inside of yourself. Mm-hmm. But for some some men, for there's different layers of men, different castes, the priestly caste men, the spiritual types, then money is of no consequence to them. Then they can travel because they've never been part of this reality and they never will. Mm-hmm. They're they're more ethereal, right? But those men are rare because most most men need things and they have to provide things. They have a woman they want to keep up and you need money to do so. So you can't be living, traveling from place to place on a spiritual pilgrimage because, I mean, you'll, you'll have women, but they're not going to stay with you because you can't provide anything for them, right? Right. But I think that every type of man can benefit from solitude. Solitude's necessary. I think that's the the end goal here is to tell you that solitude is is a tool. If you decide to use it correctly, I think it can be damaging to others. So if solitude's not your thing, be a part of the crowd. Do what you need to do. 
talk to talk to all these people taking all the influences and you know if you're lacking a little depth and that's all right you know there's a place in society i think for everybody you know and and it's all fitting so you know get in where you fit in you know you don't have to lie to kick it you know just do your thing and solitude though well this is the thing this is the thing man i met people like they can't be alone at all they have to be they can't be alone with their thoughts for a minute they have to be either going to parties constantly. They got to be out. Mm-hmm. They they always got to be with somebody. They got to have a roommate. They got to have a girlfriend. Like if they break up with a woman, they got to be with another woman the next week. They they have to have that, and they're utilizing these other people as a crutch. Mm-hmm. So they're almost like psychic vampires, right? Well, yeah, they're like emotional. Like I, I like to call them succubus because they're no, they they're, they're they're like an energy sucker. They don't have any energy or depth of themselves so that's where like i was saying they just take from others and they they will they won't stop they don't have limits and that's where i also think where you know solitude actually creates those boundaries you're like actually i don't like this or i do like this well this is what it is too okay so if you're a person that does that you become a reflection or a mirror of these people you surround yourself with now the man that goes somewhere alone he becomes his own mirror because he doesn't have anybody else to reflect off of but himself. So he'll become a more clearer and perfect vision version of who he was meant to be, mm-hmm. not who these other reflections were in society, right? So it, it it's all it's all a matter of perspective and what you want to gain from it. But I do know that we don't practice it as much. And and that's that's why we I think we have a lot of problems. Part of it there's like an identity crisis going on right now all across the board. I think as we see all these trends and fads kind of come about, you see the people that do lack that originality to kind of come up with a concept or a style of their own. So they have to really, you know, involve themselves with something larger than themselves. And I think that's why even like the clothing trends that have come out, you know, it's, it's very much of the past and a lot of people are partaking in it because they want to look cool or, seem like they they're they're a part of the wave you know that's going on it's 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 silly dude i mean it is what it is like i said though you can be whoever you want to be if you want to be a part of that cool if you don't want to even better but know know where you lie in society well yeah just uh and and our podcast is for dudes that kind of want to get away from the wave they want to ride it right they They want to create their own they want to create their own or they want to surf the top of it right Mm -hmm. i mean that's all what we a lot of us want to do. We don't really particularly want to participate in the larger algorithm that's going on. We want to be either aware of it, on top of it, or outside of it. I want to be like JC walking on water, man. You want to be like Jesus? In nice. a sense, I want to walk we're, on water, man. We're not, we're not meant to live on top of each other either. No. I mean, true. That's why I want to fucking get the fuck out. Man. Well, As weren't a you saying, that lives Chris? In a condo. Yeah. I'm, weren't, <clears throat> weren't you saying, Chris, that you wanted to take like a trip out and. Uh, yeah, by myself. Yeah, go camping for a night or two up north and just just chill, man. Read some books or whatever and get caught up on my studying and all that other stuff. So I just want to get the fuck out of town. No, I get it, man. And it, it, it's crazy. It's like I've been writing a lot and I don't have enough time to like finish things that I'd like to finish, right? Mm-hmm. So I've even been thinking like there's a train – that runs through uh, south of Arizona all the way to California, right? It's an Amtrak, and it takes eight hours to get from Phoenix to L.A. 
And I'm like, you know what, man? I'm going to take that trip just because I'll have eight hours by myself on a train in one of those little train rooms, and I could just write. Yeah. Eight hours there, stay the night at a hotel, eight hours back. I imagine it going like Euro trip, and you're going to have a guy next to you. Oh, so sorry, so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the one where he's all hitting on him? Yeah, yeah he's like rubbing his shoulders aggressively. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> just make sure you buy out the whole car <laughs> yourself. No, I, I, I guess they have the... They have like your own room you can get. Okay, cool. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, but I, I, I was like, somebody told me about it. I'm like, Amtrak's all ghetto, but I'm like, I want to go just to see who's on it. You know, like I want to kind of. I think it'd be a little journey. That would be cool. I think I think people should have an endeavors kind of for for solitude. If you're committing for solitude, solitude, like you're you're picking cool. it. Like I'm saying, you know what? I'm gonna sit in a train car, bored out of my mind because like train trips I've heard are notoriously like. They're notoriously uh, terrible, like especially because they take forever. And if you know anything about su- the Southwest, uh, the landscape from here to like California is like desert, desert, and it's just yeah. terrible. Barren. So it has to be like just, just. Yeah, and oh, you know, I kind of want to touch on like people's attention span. I think people don't also partake in solitude because they don't have the attention span to do so. I think they're easily distracted with. I know ADHD has been like uh, just a a storm that you just basically took us over, took over like my yeah. generation. A lot of people in my generation have this attention deficit order, disorder, and it sucks. It really sucks. And I, I don't want to say it's taking away from their true essence, but I think it is a part of their gift to be kind of multitaskers in a sense, but I think they should still take the time. Well, to it's like, kind of it's kind of like I saw some studies on this a long time ago. Attention deficit disorder was probably in the past. It was more from like a hunter-gatherer situation mm-hmm. where you had to multitask to survive, right? Mm-hmm. So your genes could be reproduced. And the environment that they're creating now post-industrial revolution is not conducive to these Ooh. properties. So when you have attention deficit disorder now, they're like, drugs now, sedate him, sedate him so he's not in this reality. And that's kind of the problem. So obviously, um, also with the food we're having, we're having all these. It's accelerating a lot of these issues that we that were probably underlying. And um, yeah, it's. But that that's part of it. They have to be constantly stimulated. They got the fidget toys for the kids, wow. and they're constantly on their video games. I I don't know what's going to happen in the future. I really don't with the, with that. Metaverse. <laughs> yeah yeah like uh bruce willis surrogates where they have them oh, yeah. yeah they they have like these android bodies that they live their whole life through but they never leave their apartment i don't like that ready player one yeah so ready player one type thing i don't like that i don't like that at all and i, I do see it obviously going to that point but i hope metaverse is just a catastrophic failure i hope do, mark zuckerberg how loses how all his how can it be though these people don't want to live in reality. Well, with was... people like digging themselves out of that hole that they're in. There's going to be a bifurcation Jesus. of us that want to live in reality and the other side that wants to disassociate. I was really hoping if there was a Ready Player One situation, it wouldn't have been Zuckerberg at the head of it. I was hoping it was more like Musk. <laughs> <sighs> Let me say something about Zuckerberg, right? Okay, this is me physiognomy. That's where you can... 
That's the study that they used to say is totally invalid now, supposedly scientifically. Physiognomy is you stare at somebody's face or you look at their face and you look at their structure, their bones, and you look at their mannerisms and you can tell what kind of ethics or morals they have, right? Right. It's real. Look at, like look at Zuckerberg. L- he's an he, L7 weenie, man. He's a fucking lizard man. Uh, Schwab's a lizard man. Fucking who else do we got? Gates. Gates. None of those men have held a sword in their whole entire lineage. None of their ancestors was of the warrior caste. They're total garbage. They're fucking merchants. They shouldn't be at the top of the hierarchy they are. Sorry, I had to go off on a rant, but yeah. that's how I feel. And I'm like, you can see it in their face. These are the men you want to lead us into the future? These are the men? And that's why solitude's so important. Because the exact opposite of solitude is what these guys want you in. They want you in the multiverse or the metaverse. Or living in... Where you're totally interconnected to all these other beings. Yeah. And you have no solitude, no silence, just constant chatter telling you what to do, what to think, how to believe, what to eat. Bugs, by the way, is what they're pushing now. Good old bug protein. But, yeah, I went off on a rant there. But Zuckerberg, if a dude looks like a lizard... Don't trust him on principle. It's just the way it is. I don't know why that's... It's like common sense. <laughs> it's fair. That is absolutely fair. Right? Yeah. I I don't agree with 99% of the things that they're doing. So... Well, I watched that social... What was that? Social Network movie mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. Zuckerberg was just a street... Just a street, like, criminal type. He, he screwed over all the guys that helped him build this company. He was he was immoral. It was like a gangster movie without guns. Yeah. It was. I watched it one time, so I can't really remember it. But I was like, dude, this guy it had an evil like feeling to me. Like these guys are straight evil. That's why you disassociate from the evil, yeah, terror, and just create your own wave. You don't have to ride the wave that they're creating for us. The electronic wave. I yeah, don't want to Fi- be part of that. Find a trailhead near your house. Find. A uh, quiet place to meditate. Even know. though if that is in your house, if you yeah. find that quiet place in your house, turn off the lights, get the snuggie out, get a little weird. Do what yeah. you got to do. Yeah. Get a quartz crystal, hold in your left hand. I don't know. I heard that that opens up the pineal gland. It's interesting. Try it for yourself. All these hippie chicks with the rocks, can they all be wrong? Maybe. No. But possibly not. The ancients say that uh, they vibrate at a different frequency. I don't know. But the point is solitude. If you don't try it out, you're never going to know. Take the path untraveled. Just get to know yourself. I think if you get to know yourself, I think your life may change for the better. For sure. And then be be absolute in your ideas too. Don't 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 be like wishy-washy. We have too much wishy-washy. Don't be a libertarian. Don't be come on. Come on. Do us thou wilt. That's like a thelemic, like Aleister Crowley type of spirituality. That's total left. That's total left hand path. We can do whatever you want. And now look at the reality these guys are creating. And that's because they're totally interconnected and they accept everybody's else's reality above their own. Take dominion. Take dominion over yourself and your own perception of reality. Be absolute in your ideas. And the only way you can be absolute in your ideas is knowing your own ideas by knowing yourself. Exactly. And you don't have to press people to understand your ideas. I think as long as you're, you know, like you're like you're saying, pretty absolute in your your ideas and your knowledge, 
then you don't have to have that pushed onto other people. And the they very, have their, own, their own ideas. Yeah, in the very in the very least, be defensive. Yeah. Be be an advocate for your ideas the same way as these other groups advocate. You don't have to be standing on the It's not even worth the fight because well, they're I never know. they're not gonna try to understand. No, no, it's no, no, no. which is fine, literally, unless they try to like physically attack you, different. But if they physically I attack think... you, if they physically attack you, what do you do, Chris? Go home. Okay. Oh. Chris says annihilate. <laughs> I have to agree with him. He's like the Terminator. That's fair. <laughs> Chris is like, come with me if you want to live. <laughs> Give him the sawn off shotgun, man. It's freaking funny. And a fucking Harley Davidson. A leather jacket with the spikes on the shoulders. Just kidding. That's a little much. Yeah, can we start dressing like Mad Max already? <laughs> like right? Dude, what about the prices? Let's let's segue from solitude to prices of food and gas. Let's not segue into that because I think everybody already knows solitude. That's where it's at. Because then, if you're in solitude, you don't have to think about what else is going on <laughs> dude, right now. He's like, it's like seven dollar gas right prices. Oh, dude, solid. You're gonna be solitude on the side of the the freeway <laughs> with your gas. With your gas is gone. You you run out of gas. Sweating in your car. <laughs> he's all just. Just, he's all, it's just Ooh. like a sauna, okay? <laughs> Peaceful thoughts. <laughs> Dude, I know, man. It's crazy. And I saw this thing with uh, Sierra twerking, that, that this rapper girl from a long time ago. All her friends are twerking on a Mercedes in a gas station. And the in the far right corner, there's like the gas price is like six ninety nine. Jesus. Yeah. Well, if, if you're starving, just go ahead and uh, meditate. Your, yeah. hunger, your hunger will go away. Yeah. At, the, at this point, it would be called fasting. Yes, exactly. Yeah. We're all going to look very slim in a little <laughs> while, all in shape. Uh, it's all about perspective, ladies and gents. Remember the 80s when everybody was like uh, heroin chic? It's coming back against your will. <laughs> this time it's meth. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Half the population, it's meth and fentanyl. The other po- population, they can't afford food. <laughs> Dude, it's like you got you can only laugh about it at this point, man. And old um old man Biden, dude, he he I don't know. I don't even know what to say about the guy. It's 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 let's not go into that cuz he he needs solitude. He he needs the old man's He's home. got a lot of noise. Yeah, he has a lot of noise lot of going noise. on. There's a lot of noise. He's relying on others are his mirror. And that's his 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 noise comes from the fucking the white noise coming from his fucking brain because it doesn't fucking work. All he wants is his fucking ice cream. You goddamn dimension-ridden bitch. Yeah. I can't even argue that because the guy's on I heard people say, oh, he has a stuttering problem. This is not stuttering. This is cognitive. Motherfuckers, <laughs> if, if you've seen any past videos of his, he didn't have a fucking stuttering problem. He only has a stuttering problem because his brain can't fucking keep up now. You know, because he's fucking his his brain is just eaten eaten away from dementia. It's all this, like I said, white noise that's going on. He's like, uh, 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 and it's like rebooting. Dude, we we have Kamala Harris though. Don't worry, it's good. Oh fuck, just kill me now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's gonna be fine, you know. But uh, yeah. The, the whole topic of today's conversation, trying to keep it light, solitude, man, engaging it. Like, um, I recently have been having a hard time exercising at night. I like to exercise at night. I haven't been able to get my workouts in continuously. 
So I think I'm going to change to working out in the morning because the mornings in Phoenix aren't as hot. I can get a little trail run in maybe. And um, that'll be part of my solitude. So that that's where I'm going to head with yeah. it. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to get it done, but it's going to be a total paradigm shift for me to work, wake up early to go exercise. But I, that's one of my goals to, to accomplish my uh, path to solitude because you got to get it any way you can. And that, that's, that's where I'm going to go with it. Good. <clears throat> what are you going to do? Myself? I'm going to, I mean, I, I like meditating. I've always been a fan of meditating and kind of just taking the time to explore my mind and try to view the imagery that my imagination kind of comes up with. I, I like that imagery. I would like to start putting it onto paper and kind of bringing it to life because I think that's where some of the most exotic, you know, thoughts or ideas kind of come to fruition is from your imagery that you see in your mind. So yeah. I think if you were to bring that to life, you're you're sharing that with others. And I think that is a, div a divine part of our mind because it does create. And I think we ignore a lot of our consciousness. So if we were to really listen to our subconscious and our conscious, I think that we can really find out more about ourselves. One, like I, like I was talking about earlier, but no, I, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of meditation. I think going inwards and listening to yourself is, is huge and understanding what yourself is trying to, mm -hmm. you know, what you're trying to tell yourself. Well, I, this is me on that, like just kind of continuing that point. When you create art, they, like if you're engaged in the culture war, art is fundamental. Like you, if you project into reality what you want to see, then you change reality. So I also say in solitude, if you come up with like something you want to write or something you want to draw, like it's coming from deep down within, you should in, in, indulge in that because that's kind of the way the group unconscious works. It's going to bring to the surface things that need to be told or stories that need to be uh, um, heralded. Mm -hmm. And that that's where we got to, that's what we got to engage in solitude. We got to kind of, ground ourselves to what's happening within ourselves and the bigger picture. So participate in art too. Like express, express yourself. Yeah. I think people should express themselves, you know, and there's a lot of different ways that, you know, fall under art, a lot of different things that you can express yourself in, you know, whether you, you're an artist, a poet, um, there, there's a lot of different ways, you know, music is another good thing that if, if you can hear it in your mind, why not bring it to an instrument? Learn, yeah, why not? Learn an instrument, you know, learn to play something, you know, I think the piano is a lost art that was really, really beautiful. And I, I know, obviously, like, there's a lot of people that use, you know, computer programs to create, you know, the piano sound, but learn how to actually learn the keys, learn how to That's play the guitar. That's definitely solitude. You know, if, if you're able to do that, I mean shoot that's that's a that's a great attribute to have and i think if you pass that down to like your kids or your kin you know i i think that's awesome i think that's a really cool expressive way to to fill your emotions and a lot of other things that you're feeling on the inside you know and it's weird like when you talk about solitude i kind of think about the old point break movie with uh keanu reeves and um patrick Swayze? Patrick Swayze, yeah. Swayze. Where he's out there surfing, he's getting his zen in. And uh, that's where solitude comes in. That's a form of surfing or meditating. Exactly. And that's why I always say, man, just surf. You know, Life's going to go up and down. But you, you want to hit these peaks and valleys. But you want to kind of try to control them the best you can. And through meditating or practicing solitude, 
you're you're more able to integrate that into yourself right and i think that people have like a corny connotation of like saying oh my body is my temple and i, I mean i kind of give that some validity i think your your mind and your 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 body is your sanctuary i don't like the word temple that much but it, it is your sanctuary go to yeah. a place where you imagine you know where you can mentally go in there and have that peace where you have your place of worship of your mind of your spirit and just completely take control. I think if you can imagine that and you can go there when you're in a really stressed place, you know, you just, you know, push aside whatever work you're doing at that point, give yourself five, 10 minutes, then you can regather yourself and hop back into whatever activity. Yeah, and go back have. at it again. Correct. Man, go back at it again. Because me on everything that's been going on, it's like, we got to change the vibe. Like we got to. It's a more, po- we have we to g- introduce a more positive yeah, vibe. We got to go at it with everything. We can, we can, we can go, we can bitch, complain. But what are we doing to change things? We, we can only change what we can change within ourselves. Correct. And participating in solitude will, will allow us to change ourselves, to be better prepared to face the dangers in reality, either spiritual or physical. We just have to exalt the negativity. If we get rid of the negativity and we find that inner peace, I think, you know, if ob- if everybody was to participate in that peaceful and, practice, well, then this is me. reality changes. You can be peaceful. But you also have to be practical. A lot of the things we speak about, we're upset about, they they are real. They're tangible, and we should be upset about them. But by us being upset about them and letting them control our lives, then they're winning and they're having power over us. Correct. And we can't allow that. So we'd be better to take a more stoic position and and integrate a lot of these harsh feelings and not allow them to devastate our lives, our personal lives, and how we interact in the world, we know we're up against kind of some crazy things. Mm-hmm. But uh, dwelling on them and being a doomer and being all negative is not going to help us. No. So it's like we got to surf them. We got to surf them, and that's where uh, uh, solitude is key to that. Like, because you, when you're by yourself, you know that. You know, I think it's Camus that said, "Inside of myself, in the darkest of winters, I found an endless summer." right or unbreakable summer something like that right mm-hmm. go inside find the inner shining light of your inside so you can bring that back with you because it's then, a gift to everybody yes it's a gift man it's it's an actual gift when you find that inner peace and i kind of hitting on what you were saying you don't yell you know fire inside of a you know crowded movie theater it's it's illegal for obvious reasons but it's it's panic if everybody's panicking and overwhelmed, what's going to happen? People are going to die. People are, you know, there's a lot of bad things that come out of panic yeah. and overwhelming anxiety. So let's let's not keep adding fuel yeah. to the fire. Yeah, be the guy smoking a cig and just everything's collapsing and you're like, I got this. Exactly. That's the man you want to be. You don't want to be the guy that is totally... Like the the house is burning down and you're running around in the front yard doing nothing because you're you can't, washing the dishes. Well, you well, well that or you can't comprehend what's happening. You can't process it. So if you can process the deepest darkest things that can occur in your own mind, then you can perceive them in reality and you're better apt to be able to move against them. Well, yeah, and our brain is a processor. We yeah. take in information, we elaborate on it, and then you know we have an output. That's basically what we're trying to say, man. Get solitude, get out there, get in touch with yourself, quit letting reality tell you who you are, have a conversation, some dialogue, open it with yourself, understand who you are, reset, reground. 
find and your then, consciousness. Dude, go another battle. Go another round. That's why exactly. when the boxers, they fight, they bring them there. They, re, they recenter them, and they send them back out. Wipe the blood off. Yeah, put Mickey, cut me. Rinse your mouth. Yeah. Back out there. Cut me. And then he puts the Vaseline and he's back at it. That's essentially what it is. In this in this realm, you you need it you need to reset to zero. I uh Mm -hmm. I kind of um think of Rocky. Remember Rocky, like his solitude was yeah, fucking running and he's like by himself, you know, fucking shadow boxing and shit and running up the stairs. And then he he became a better man and he stepped in that fucking ring and just started beating the shit out of people. Meat well, freezer. He yeah. realized that he was his. So if you want to have the opponent that's most suited to defeat you, that opponent's yourself. Hmm. You defeat the opponent in yourself, you can defeat any man in reality. That is what is behind the Rocky training. Uh, scenario yep. scenes is he he's beating himself he destroys himself so then he takes the hero's journey he can destroy any man that gets put in that ring yep. i think that's what that is and that's exactly why you gotta go away you gotta train either physically or mentally then come back for another round but champion never stops training he never stops seeking solitude and that's kind of what this was about, you know, let's kind of like mention that because we need more, we need more fighters. We need more guys that have their mind more mentally attuned. And if they're plugged into the matrix 24 hours a day, it's not going to work. It's not, it's not an easy way out. There's, there's not very many avenues that you can take to get out of that. But I think the, the one definite road that everybody has is themselves. Yes. If you find it within yourselves, then you have obtained the Holy grail in a sense. Then you have a, a life worth living. And I think everybody deserves and all, a happy place. All the holy men said the same thing. Buddha, Jesus, go within, find that light, and then you you'll live forever. Now, that's a that's a hard one to speak about without going into theology, but it's as simple as solitude. Engage in it. Yeah. Engage in it. Well, that being said, we're going to wrap it up. We did kind of a light one this time. And uh, any questions, comments, concerns, Higher Men, uh, the Order of the Higher Men Instagram page, DM me. Anchor, Spotify. Yep. Facebook, email. None of you guys have hit us up. It's all right. <laughs> Don't care. But we'll still be here I, I, every I've week. I've had a few uh, people hit me up on my personal Instagram. Uh, They're good guys. Well, the good guys. They're good guys and good girls. That's it. We'll take we'll take the feedback that we need, but you know, we'll still be here every week giving our opinion. So Yeah. We will see you next time. See you next time. Sorry. <laughs> see you next time. See y'all next time. <laughs> All right. Good see time. you guys. Uh, Bye. Bye.